0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today, it's quite elementary. We're doing Sherlock Holmes' Crimes and Punishments. There's an extra S on the end of Punishment that I do not like. Joining me today as my Irene Adler is my good friend, Craig.
1: Hello there, good gentlemen. Good day to you.
0: Irene Adler will, of course, be played by Maggie Smith today. (laughs) And the Watson to my... No, I'm going to be Watson. He has a mustache. And my Holmes to my Watson, I guess, is my good friend Luke.
2: Elementary, dear All right. Good
0: enough. Okay, so this is a Craig baby. This is a Craig pick. So we're going to let Craig do the stats, and then we will talk about it.
1: Uh-huh, that's good. I like doing stats, especially for games I love. So this was developed and published by Frog Whales. Uh, Frog Whales have a myriad of good games in their back catalogue. Everyone should play everything. Later published by Focus Home Interactive. As well, great publishers. They always pick good games. Um, it was released in September 2014. Oh my god, that's so long ago. And it was released for absolutely everything that I'm about to say. So Windows... PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. Switch? (laughs) The Nintendo Switch Beaches. It was the Nintendo Switch, and it is a single-player adventure whodunit amazing game starring Mr. Sherlock Holmes. Uh,
0: There is a very interesting backstory that went on between Focus and Frogwares, I don't mm-hmm. really want to detail it here because there are many places where that is done way better than I could do. But if you're curious, that was, there was a big kerfuffle that went on with Frogwares losing the rights to this game, even though they made it, and a whole bunch of legality things happened. Don't, we're pretty much just going to focus on the game today. Yeah. Uh, speaking I of did, the game...
1: just No, I, I want to point out I did rebuy it, just for like a Frogwares published version, just to give them the extra business. Well, that
0: was very nice of you. I'm sure they appreciated it.
1: I actually just wanted the extra trophy, so I'm not <laughs> going to lie. <I'm> gonna...
0: <laughs> so, uh, this game is broken up into episodic like cases, much like if you were reading, you know, the adventures of Sherlock Holmes, where everything is kind of split apart. So, uh, in this game, you take six cases, um, just in case you're familiar with the two that are based off of the books. Luke, would you be so kind as to read off what cases we will be exploring today?
2: Uh, so the first one is The Fate of Black Peter. Uh, the second one is The Riddle on the Rails. The third one is Bloodbath. The fourth one was The Abbey Grange Affair. The fifth one is The Kew Gardens Drama. And the last one is A Half Moon Walk. Now, I can't remember which ones are which. Um, from
1: The, the Kew books...
0: Gardens Drama does take place in The Kew Gardens. Mm-hmm if that helps any. Uh, The ones from the books are The Fate of Black Peter and The Abbey Grange Affair.
1: Yeah,
2: Riddle on the Rails is really familiar. Uh, I I read the Sherlock or a few of the Sherlock books when I was a kid or some of the cases, but I can't really remember it. Uh, But the the whole Misty Train thing, I don't know where or how
1: I've seen that before. That is the story of The Lost Special, which is an old late 1800s Sherlock Holmes story. From a newspaper.
0: There you go. See, let me have Craig. So, Luke, you, you just brought it up. <laughs> we should totally talk about um, your history with Sherlock Holmes because, well, it's kind of an enduring figure, right? Mm, mm. Like I think we all have.
2: Uh, yeah. I'll start. I, I so yeah. I read a few of the books. I think it was for like a school project or something, and. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the, the the ones that I have read. I can't really remember much of it, but I have since I started listening to um, one of the audiobooks that just yesterday actually, which is narrated by Stephen Fry. So it's been quite good so far. He's a huge fan of it. So um, yeah, he's doing a really good job of delivering that book so far. Um, I've also been to, I think, like they have like a fake house or a like touristy shop um, in London. At his address, um, and I like all the films, so yeah, I quite, quite like the Sherlock stuff.
0: Oh, that that sounds pretty cool. The, the the like little touristy shop. That's I would love to go see that actually.
2: Unfortunately, it was closed. If <laughs> I saw the door, uh-huh. well,
0: <laughs> you could just say we don't want Americans. Luke, cheese. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, it had a really nice front door. <laughs> How about you, Dave?
0: Uh, well, um, I started reading like Sherlock Holmes back when I was a teenager. It was just kind of a, a thing. Not going to lie, it was because of The Great Mouse Detective. And <laughs> I really liked The Great Mouse Detective. So I was like, sure, Sherlock Holmes seems cool. Uh, and they've just pretty much always been a part of every couple of years, I'll read through all the Conan Doyle books. At least I only recently started getting into the stuff that wasn't written by Doyle. And that's been an up and down kind of thing. There's some really good ones and some really bad ones. But uh, yeah, uh, I've always seen the Sherlock Holmes, like, you know, um, Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective and things like that, like even back then. And I never really dipped my toe in just because I had a sneaking suspicion they weren't the type of games I would enjoy. But Craig finally said, Dave, stop being a weenie. We're going to do it. <laughs> uh, I owned this game since PS4 launch because, remember, there wasn't much available. And I was like, yeah, sure. Sherlock yeah, Holmes. Yeah, why yeah. not? Uh, and I finally got around to playing it. It's out of my collection for this many years.
1: Oh, geez. Right, yeah, so my history with Sherlock Holmes is pretty long and arduous to listen to, so I'll try and cut it down as much as possible. I have been the, not the biggest fan of Sherlock Holmes ever. It's not like a walkabout with a deerstalker, but ever since he my youth... I've seen it. I've, uh, ever since my youth, I have loved Sherlock Holmes. I've loved... You know detective stories and whodunits anyway. So my my kind of like youth early teen years was basically watching Sherlock Holmes and your Columbos and all that. I'm just I just love anything that's murder mystery whodunits. So I was very very familiar and I can recall episodes of the Jeremy Brett, you know Sherlock Holmes and all of that side of things. I absolutely love sherlock holmes i'm not gonna lie even back to when basil rathbone in the 40s was playing sherlock holmes and it was all black and white and all the stories were about you know a a nazi plane had landed in a field smuggling and all all of this stuff and it was all set in the war i just i love it so sherlock holmes has always been there then you start getting into the games and it's in the game genre obviously that i love as well so i love my adventure puzzly figuring shit out I loved Creepy Watson. If you remember playing the earlier um, <laughs> the earlier Sherlock Holmes games with Creepy Watson, whenever you looked at Watson and then turned around, he would just teleport behind you or to the side of you. And it was beautiful. It's always beautiful. It does a bit of that in Crimes and Punishments as well. Um, but yeah, Sherlock Holmes has always been a staple. The books, you know, the audio books. It's a shame Stephen Fry's... I don't like Stephen Fry's voice. I'm just going to say that. Uh, I don't don't like listening to it I know, I know, I'm a heathen and another heathenistic thing I think I'm going to say I don't know, I do not like Robert Downey Jr Uh, not Robert Downey Jr yeah, Robert Downey Jr I don't like his Sherlock Holmes No, and I do do not like Benedict Cumberbatch either.
0: And that's where we fall apart my friend.
1: Yeah, I know sorry Uh, you're wrong. I watched In fact I'm not I, sorry I, I'm you prob- you're wrong. <laughs> I probably I'm wrong and I maybe need to rewatch I've soft because I do like Benedict Cumberbatch as a person and I like him as an actor and I like Martin Freeman. I just watched one episode of the new Sherlock Holmes and Martin Freeman was running about with a gun and it was it wasn't like the cheesy way where Watson would pull out a revolver and be like and that would be it. Nothing would happen. It was very actiony. Yeah, the and first, the I'll first three
2: episodes, I struggled with as well. But once you get into yeah. it, like it, yeah, I think they like, they add a bit of a twist. And like, you know, Watson's got like PTSD from okay. Afghanistan War, or, or maybe it's Iraq. Um, but yeah, I think it's it, Afghanistan, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah give it, it must be Afghanistan. Yeah, give it more than one one episode. Like okay. we were, I, I think, like.
1: This. The story I watched was a kind of... Um, it was a... What do you call it? A Russian roulette poisonous situation. He was sitting oh, across... Oh, is that t- the
0: one with Toby Jones? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that episode is pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll, I, you know, I, I like the Cumberbatch Sherlock. I mean, the only yeah. caveat would be if you really like just strictly adapted Sherlock Holmes stuff, you yeah. probably won't like it. It does take some liberties, which, you I, know... I think,
1: mm. I've watched about seven different versions of the Hound of the Baskervilles over the heels and I just glued yeah, to I it know, every right. single you know, yeah. like you glued to it every single time. You know what's gonna happen now oh, It's Jeremy Brett's Hound of the Baskervilles, it's bloody Clive not Clive Owen. Bloody hell, with we'll Clive Owen's.
0: I I saw the Christopher Plummer one. Christopher that, Plummer, he that's okay. where it was going. <laughs> it was Clive Owen, Christopher Plummer always being
1: enough.
2: mistaken did for you, each other. Did you guys watch uh, okay, the last so, one with um Ian McCallow?
0: Oh, oh, Mr. Holmes?
2: Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch that bit. It sounded all right.
0: Um, I saw bits and pieces of it because my wife watched it while I was playing games. And it was okay. It didn't really have, like, what I like about Sherlock in it. But a um, couple of things, guys. Um, so, Luke, I mean, feel free to use the TV show. But do you guys have a favorite Sherlock Holmes story? Uh, for myself, if I ever see a game that adapts the Musgrave Ritual then I will buy that game without a second thought, because that is by far my favorite Sherlock story.
2: Yeah, it, it's hard for me to say, to be honest, because it's all kind of like, I don't know what's official and what's a blur, or being like, like...
0: Well, that's fine, even if it's not official. I mean, it's still a Sherlock story.
2: I think the the way they, the Benedict Cumberbatch series handled... Um, the big bad was, sorry, I want to say Myercroft, it's not, that's his brother. Um, uh, Moriarty. Yeah, Moriarty, Moriarty is like, yeah, that, that was, that's ace. Like, so, yeah. A very uh, good
0: actor they got for that too.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like, there's one called The Greek Interpreter, which is when you see Mycroft and I oh, love yeah. when they do that because you get like I always like I'm always interested in who portrays mycroft because he's always that snooty it's for the country James or not James jesus that's that's the wrong the uh, can say wrong front British guy it's for the country sherlock you know you've got to go and do that like I'm always interested in that um but I mean and I'm, I'm you're right that anytime there's a reinterpretation of something in the books I love when things go new is where I start to lose it a wee bit, and I think that's just... I don't know if it's a hipstery type thing or not, but it's, I don't know.
0: I, I never could bring myself to watch the American TV show Elementary, the, where Watson was played by Lucy Liu, and I don't remember who played Sherlock. Like, I could never bring myself to that, that, for me, is a little out there.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't even know about it. So. I don't... <laughs> yeah, I do I love... My wife like,
0: likes the Enola Holmes stuff.
1: I quite like Enola Holmes. Um, I'll, I, I will always remember... Um, the fi- the the final problem, the one with uh, not Basil Rathbone was it Jeremy Brett? Where well, they did the televised version of him and Moriarty scuffling at the, the waterfall and then throwing themselves like the only way yeah. Sherlock could beat Moriarty was to hug him and throw themselves off a waterfall. I that's burned into my brain as being uh, like one of those. Robert Downey Junior's second film has that as well. Oh, does it? Yeah, oh, I never even watched the second one because the first one I- at yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's very of its time, I guess, but I I I think they're good action films. They're not. You don't watch it for Sherlock Holmes, though.
1: Yeah, fair enough. If it's like actiony fluff with a hint of, oh, maybe I'll give it a try. The
2: whole like slow motion mind cave thing, where like he talks through what he's gonna do, they they nail that in that film, especially in that scene with Moriarty, because as you say, Sherlock knows he can't win, but yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, I saw. I saw the first one in the theater, and uh, I quickly learned Robert Downey Jr. should never do a British accent. Never. <laughs> he's he's worse than Daniel Craig doing an American accent. He he is bad. Um. Okay. Hey, we, guys, we should probably talk about the game at some
1: point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hang on. How long is that? That's that's twenty minutes on Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> uh,
0: so as you can tell, we're all very passionate about this property. Um. Very rarely do we do something this big on a licensed property. I mean, there's just, unless we did like a James Bond game, there aren't very many opportunities. Because most things don't translate too well. So, uh, Craig, since you are our resident pointer and clicker, uh, why don't you explain how some of the overarching gameplay elements work in this?
1: Yeah, sure. So it's a third-person game. There's different things in the environment that you can interact with. So there are pages and manuscripts and documents that all give you hints towards a thing there's people that you can talk about talk to that all give you hints towards a thing and the the whole point of the game is to build up a case against a particular suspect so you use these kind of common things talking reading walking looking at to build up What I think is the greatest thing that Sherlock Holmes games have ever achieved is the mind palace of how you, or how it's the game version of what Luke said, Robert Downey Jr. does. It's the, I'm going to put these pieces of the puzzle together to figure out who done what. So you read a clue and it says, such and such, you know, had blood on his shoe. And inside Sherlock's brain, you rationalise, does he have blood in his shoe because he murdered the person or did he have blood in his shoe because he had a nosebleed in the morning? And it's all about knitting those together to build a case, to build the the final case, because you have the final say in all of these cases against a particular person. So there's always multiple suspects. You've always got to talk to everyone and read everything and do everything to figure out i would argue against that like, yeah. like you don't you don't have to okay. oh, yeah. talk to
0: everybody yeah,
1: totally. you don't have to so i suppose the, the thing this game does which i think is really strong is you don't you don't have i have to talk to everyone sorry you don't <laughs> have to talk to everyone you can pick the first person that you meet build a case against that person and proclaim them guilty and have them hung despite the fact that they're an innocent party you the game has a lot of flexibility in how you complete the case for me it is always about talking to everyone and making sure yeah, you've yeah. got every piece of the puzzle to figure it out but you can absolutely, you can know in your gut that it, that wee Jimmy went and stabbed the guy so you just go oh, it was wee Jimmy, definitely it was wee Jimmy
2: I, that was um, one factor I found that, like, really cool is, like, like, so, so like, you build clues as Craig say it's and then you link clues together to make a deduction and from there, you then the, a deduction is not set in stone. You can basically like alter it at any time, or if you find another clue. And like when you see it graphed out on that um, in his mind palace, I
1: hate yeah. that term, eh? <laughs> um, I love it. It is a really, it. really
0: dumb term. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. It's if you want to visualize it, it's like synapses of the brain mm-hmm. connecting oh, yeah, totally. to build. It's it's, it's. it's. I think it's beautiful. Like I i take so much joy in playing this game because of that bit
2: yeah that is by far one of my favorite parts as well like especially Mm -hmm. when you've got the full case laid out and like you have like deductions that can be one or two one of two ways and by changing one it can like completely remap (laughs) the the view it's 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 a really cool feature
1: yeah it really is. The, on top of the cases, there is a vague morality system in how you deal with the guilty party, and there is also an overarching thing of one Mycrofty type storyline. But the this game is very much a chapter. Like you could, in an awful world, have seen it being a six part episodic game. Mm. You know, it's it's very individual characters. I don't think
0: it would lose too much if no. it did take the telltale no. approach.
1: I, I, I really don't think... I mean, I would probably not like it as much, because you don't get that instant... There's, there's no real knock-on effects from who you proclaim guilty in 1 to who ends up guilty in 5. Other there's none th- that,
0: yeah, other than the correspondence that
1: you get. Yeah. Um, um, but I, I think I, only
0: the one case, like the Abbey Grange, would be the only one where if you paid $4.99 for that case, you'd be like, "Oh, really?
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Um. So, talking about the game itself, uh, you did mention Mycroft, and mm-hmm. I don't know what terrible accident he got into, but it permanently <laughs> no. damaged his face
1: nerves. I know. Um, he, had, he had rhinoplasty, and whatever all of the other plasties are that to do your whole face. And then he stood under a really warm light and, and a everything, facial plastic. It did a facial plastic, which then melted slightly. But uh, how come uh, his face looks worse him... than Sherlock when he's
2: in disguise? That's something I didn't understand. <laughs> I love that. Um
0: If you walk behind Mycroft, you can see all the excess skin is held behind him with clothespins that run up the back of his head. Um
1: He's actually how... Cthulhu. <laughs>
0: Oh, he was the awakened. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, let's talk about other than my crossbow face. How this game looks. Um, Luke, you mentioned Sherlock model. What do you think of the way that? Like, even if the okay, how do you like these interpretations of the character?
2: Um. Yeah, I didn't mind the way he looked. I think. I think they absolutely nailed his like arrogant self. You know, like that was what i was drawn to more than the actual the look of the characters how well they delivered on what i thought the character would be in my head because like every different version of am sure like you've seen is slightly different but i think the version here is probably closer to what the author would have had
1: opposed to like the film
2: or the tv iterations mm-hmm <laughs>
1: It's, it's very close and you're right, It does in one of the cases at the, the start, every case starts with a cutscene and one of them, he's poisoned himself with datura <laughs> and whatever else and Watson comes in and he's got to resuscitate him and give him the antidote and Watson's like, what would you have done if I didn't walk in? And he's just like I, I knew you would have, it's fine. it's fine and then he jumps straight up and starts on the case I, it, it does it remarkably well It really. you're absolutely right, the characterisation even Although Watson's slightly poorer on the Watson side, he still plays that kind of, that bumble, not bumbling, but very kind of like flabbergasted, mm. frustrated Watson really well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I prefer my Watson closer to my Hastings as opposed to the Tisk Tisk Holmes, you shouldn't do this. But that's also personal choice. Uh, in terms of the way the game looks, like for a 2014 game, which that's quite a ways off now, I didn't find too much trouble with how this game looks. What about you guys?
1: Oh, thank God! I thought you were going to go the other way, and and no it it looks it looks and feels like a Frogwares game, but it's a very very good Frogwares game. There's no weird animation or anything like that. It, like texture wise, it's lovely looking as well and i think they've done a really good job of mapping out the individual locations like everything they're small they're quite compact locations yeah that minus. train
0: station one is very small
1: yeah i, I mean q gardens is fairly detailed and i did get a bit of stuttering in q gardens actually come to think of it but other than that i think they've done a really good job of it and they they definitely need to play the devil's daughter Will look you definitely do um they expand on everything in that game and and make it much better, uh, but yeah, for a twenty fourteen game, it's just it's fun. I mean, you
0: can tell it's B tier, right? Like like it's yeah, it's like not yeah. standard yeah.
2: Unreal Engine but, assets. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I would put this on par with what do you guys think? Like Vampire, like it's pretty mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. par yeah. with that level of visual polish.
1: Agreed. Yeah, which I th- I think is where all the golden nuggets of good gaming is. Vampire? No, no, the B tier. I, oh, I think B I. Uh, yes and no. Uh, some cool
0: ideas, mm-hmm. but rough hewn ideas, yeah. Aye, that's I'll, what I am saying. Like
1: the golden nuggets, the wee things where you think that was fantastic. Like crime and punishment. Crimes and Punishments, Jesus. Um it rank it it genuinely ranks up there for me in one of my favourite games of all time because of the cool things it does with the mind palace and all that. And you find we B tier games popping into your lists of Elden Rings and Persona Fives and all of a sudden you're like, and the Sinking City or something. You're know, like, there's always something that slips. I said that because it's on my screen just now. There's always <laughs> something that slips in from the B tier, and I think Crime and Punishments is one of the ones that deserves a a good bit of respect for what it does with the engine and with the mechanics. I guess it's something... like those experiences
2: that the A or the, the top tiers tend to. It's it's innovation. Because they, they can't keep up on the technical terms, isn't it? That's yeah.
0: yeah, and I guess whether you're a person who values craftsmanship or innovation, that's really all it falls down to. Because, I mean, again, you know, things like Katamari or B-tier, but it's certainly not the most polished game you're ever going to run into. <laughs> um. Alright, so one of the mechanics that uh, I liked, because I didn't... Like, I like the Mind Palace stuff. Oh my gosh, I hate that too, Luke. <laughs> but... I, the one that I genuinely like doing every time and made sure it's like, ooh, ooh, I have another one, are the character portraits. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, Luke, you want to explain how the character portraits work?
2: Yeah, sure. So basically when you're interrogating or talking to a, a, a character of interest, you can press square and then you basically, like, the character will go into slow motion and Sherlock will scan them up and down. And you get a cursor that you can then go over points of interest on the person so for example uh one of the one of the first people you talk to her eyes are red so you can you can highlight that and look in, and that's an obvious sign of grief um so i think there's 26 characters of interest in total and um it, it, none of them are too difficult there was one i could not find for the life of me um But you don't have to do it as well. You can skip it, which is nice. Um, But it's a really good way of Sherlock gathering information that he can then use later to build up his deductions.
1: I think it's one of... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. I was just saying, it's another one of those representations of what you said about film, Sherlock. In one instant... You Garner, that woman's upset. She's been to Brazil on holiday. She just had a kebab because there's kebab <laughs> sauce on her drink. You know, like, you get everything. And it, the way the game... You could take 10 minutes to do it in-game, but for Sherlock, it is an instant, mm-hmm. and he knows everything about that person. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think one of the things that makes it more enjoyable for me, because, boy, I wish I had that superpower, uh, is you. if you notice the red eyes... It'll say red eyes, but then the text will fade out and it'll be like signs of grief coming. Like like it mm-hmm. shows you all the mental steps that he goes through to get to that conclusion, which hey I fever. thought was super fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no Xanax in the pocket. Must be Hay hey Fever. Fever,
1: <laughs> Kebab, One Shoe, Dirty Slapper. There are <laughs> <Aberdeen>. other
0: little <laughs> yeah. mini games that happen.
2: Mm. Yes. Yes. There this are. is
0: where a couple of them I think are really cool and a couple of them <laughs> I am very glad the developer decided to add a skip button if like let's say you're trying to pick a lock and you're just taking a little longer I think it's what after like 30-40 seconds the game's like eh, press uh-huh. the touchpad if you want to skip it's fine and the only thing you're really missing out on would be trophies if you care about that it, it's not uh, it, it doesn't detract from your case yeah. at all
1: No, and you can do if the trophy for skipping things if you get 30 I think it might be thirty of the fifty mini games. If you get that trophy, you can skip everything else. So you can skip the annoying ones you don't like and just do the ones like I really liked lock picking. Yeah, Oh, I hate to lock Oh I very, oh, no, very like Yeah, lock. it's like
2: therapeutic almost. Getting yeah, all those lines lined up. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I'm, I'm, will one of you guys like to explain how lock picking works because it does work different in every game.
1: I'll, yeah, I'll have it, a bash yeah. and then look So lock picking works and uh, you've got a side view of a barrel of a lock with various lines running from left to right and you've got to basically match up the left to the right. There needs to be a continual path and the more difficult it gets, the more sliding over the top layers you have to align to the point where there's gaps in the top layer that you need to look to the second layer and you just rotate to make that path from left to right and it sounds simple and it looks like sometimes it's not but it's so satisfying mm-hmm. when you get it and yeah. it just goes K-chick. I think it's a good lock it's not like Skyrim lock picking where the <laughs> thumbstick vibrates <laughs> yeah. you know like it's, it's not as crap as that it's something really super satisfying and-
0: Was it Oblivion or Skyrim that had where you had the little pick and you had to individually pop each pin?
1: I want to say Skyrim yeah
0: I actually like that lockpicking. It was fun for like, like I think...
2: five attempts. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not
0: for the 400th <laughs> chest that you're opening to get the helmet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some of the other. Do you guys have a favorite minigame? Like, uh, for me, I, I won't say in too much detail, but at some point you had to put a mold together that somebody used to cast mm-hmm. something. I Not loved that little minigame.
2: Yeah, I love that one too, Dave. I love the fact that it was. You know there's more than just one side of it it's not just a 2d puzzle there's 3d and then once you've done that you've got to mix chemicals to see what'll what'll be built from the mold and uh yeah that one it although i would have the one complaint of i don't think they explain the mini games because i don't think they explain them very well because you often find you only do some of them once. And the first time you do it, you're looking at it like, eh. Yeah. Like what <laughs> what controls? What was supposed to do here?
0: Yeah, and and they're they're not exactly um great on explaining some are just order of operations of like Holmes will say, Oh, I have to pipette this amount of acid onto here, the like the nickel or whatever. Yeah. And that's not really a mini game as much as it is, okay, just follow the stupid directions, stupid. Um, but then there are some that are like the um I don't know if you remember like the Resident Evil one. We have to mix the chemicals to get it to the right.
2: Yeah. Viscosity.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: the salt and I uh, liked the most... salt and water one was pretty cool as well. The salt and ice one.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 With the, the ice. Yeah. I like that too. I mean not much of a minigame per se. But a fun puzzle for yeah, you to work out.
2: Definitely. Definitely.
0: Did the puzzles or minigames ever get to the point where you're like. Okay. Okay. Let's just get back to the actual case. The... Or was it always a fun diversion for you?
2: I like them all apart from the movement ones. Um, so there's two that I can think of: the one where you have to cross the river, and the one where you have to climb the wall. Like I, I don't like quick time events. I never have, and they. Just, oh yeah. They just felt a bit finicky. Um, how about you? How did you get on with those two?
0: I, I, the, the wall, cl- for some reason, I couldn't get the wall climbing, and I can hit a button pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, it, it very much felt like, well, we haven't had you push buttons for a while. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. Yeah,
2: it, it was like heavy rain vibes almost.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> especially when Sherlock's walking through the mall going, Jason! <laughs> Jason! Jason! Pre- press uh, yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think a couple of them fall flat, but I mean,. Craig has assured me many times, oh, it's so much better in Devil's Daughter. Oh, it's so much better in Chapter 1. So this might have been growing pains for them. So I'm I'm not too sure. I mean, I, the only thing I can base it on is like uh, The Sinking City, uh, the other Frogwares game that I've played. And they didn't really have that kind of junk in there. Instead, they had terrible combat. So <laughs> I, I don't know. All right. Uh, one thing that I, I ran across that I was kind of constantly wishing for was a bit of a crosshair in the middle because sometimes getting that like perfectly centered view on things to interact with it was bugging me did that bother you at all or was that just my incompetence
2: um I wouldn't say it was an annoyance so much I did have a few camera issues though like uh, especially with invisible walls that seem to like just throw the camera all over the shop um but no the the dig
0: when you had to go into the dig pit I ended up running into some weird oh oh I'm sorry Luke I don't mean to interrupt you but you know what what that rope puzzle yeah can just die in 17 different ways yeah
2: I'd like it took me I would say nearly 12 attempts um like yeah I I, like, Amy walked in the room and she could just tell there was like mad frustration. She's like, I'll come <laughs> back. <the> waves coming <laughs> yeah. off of you. <laughs> um, did you struggle yeah, with that? I as sat well? there for
0: a good like 20 minutes, man. I'm like, because it does this weird thing of like, you also have to, and I don't know this from playing it on a PS5 or not, but like the pressure sensitive on those triggers is just through the roof.
2: Yeah, I thought that as well. I, plus, I've like, my son threw my controller and his broken R2. Um so like the, So you played on hard mode. <laughs> <pretty> much, <yeah. laughs> so uh yeah, you
0: know what, that would be the only one that I said, you know what, that this this can die in a fire.
2: I was so tempted to skip it, but I wasn't sure what the consequences with trophies was gonna be. So I did eventually yeah, like, same here. scrape through it, but it was like oh <laughs> yeah. Pure frustration. Um
0: The only other one that I had a little bit of trouble with is in some cases you will be playing as Watson for brief moments mm. and are required to do quick Watson-y actions, right? Like smack a gun out of somebody's hand or something like that. There were a couple times where I was pretty sure those two things were lined up and it didn't quite work, but that may have been me. Did you have any trouble with those?
2: No, I, I think I got on with those okay, but I always failed it the first time. I, I kind of had to wait and see what was going to happen. Like, I, I wasn't sure where the cursor... Again, you didn't get a lot of time to figure out, but no, These games are really good at being, you know, it's not like an instant fail or you, there's no chance to redo it. There is only one way to get through that, that scene. Or, well, I guess there's a couple, but it makes sure you get one. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I was going to say, like, like, and even if you do fail, that's not like a game over. It's very much, okay, so now we're on this track. Like, uh, the one that I had the most trouble with was the Q Gardens one with the lady... That was backing up and you had to go and swat the bottle out of her hand?
2: I must have been really lucky with them. I I don't know. Um, I think I got that one first attempt, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, it it wasn't... It
0: could be incompetence on my part. (laughs) Were you very much a, okay, I'm going to gather all available evidence and then start linking things? Or were you very much a link things as you go kind of guy?
2: No, I got all the all the clues I could find and then I would link them and then try and get as much. So it was like clean up shop. Well, so it does quite a cool thing where like if you go into the case book, you get like objectives. Um, So so what I'd do is I'd make sure I'd get through all the objectives that were available to me. And then you get more objectives when you link clues and get deductions. So I'd then go do that and basically just create another big list for me to do. But I guess one of the complaints I have about this game is I don't think it explains the, the, like, the Mind Palace stuff very well, like I I basically completed the game and there's a trophy for getting all the deductions in the game, even if you don't select that as being the final outcome, but I didn't quite understand that until it may be the second or third case, so I think... Oh, same here I, yeah. I didn't get that trophy for getting them all but I had all the clues so <laughs> it's like... Uh, right. Okay. Yeah,
0: that that is nice that they do say. Okay, you have gotten all the clues in this case. Now it's time to deduce what mm-hmm, happened. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll let you know. No more clues together. Uh, yeah, I thought once you got that little gold neuron thing, it was like, okay, I can't change that. Mm-hmm. So I had to be careful of what I linked. But no, you can even if you have perfect deduction on why Party A did it, you can recycle all those and go. Okay, nope, all my deductions now lead to
1: B. Yeah. What you can also uh, do. Is you can do that to call someone guilty. Watch the cutscene, and then after it loads, you can see if you were right or wrong, and go back to the mind palace and change it all. Yeah, if I you're have a done monster, that. should have done that.
2: <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm in the position cra- where I'm like, right, do I go back and get the trophy? I don't know which case I've not got uh, the right deduction, and so uh, I don't know.
1: I think. This is one of the I genuinely feel like this is one of the games where it would have benefited from not having trophies. Like just getting through the game without thinking about trophies would be much more enjoyable because then you are running on your gut. You're like, Oh, that sailor is totally guilty and you go with it and then at the very end of the game it goes, oh, no, Ah, yeah. that sailor was innocent. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. I think that would have been more enjoyable as a game. Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, speaking of guilty or innocent, Craig, um, Mm -hmm. me and Luke would like to um, yell at you for making us do that stupid (laughs) cross-the-river-on-these-ropes thing.
1: Oh, cross-the-river-on-the-ropes. Yeah. Probably the worst tactile minigame ever. I think that and what follows where you have to pull all the levers to get the golden knife is the worst bit of the game. For me, it's the little point to the game because it isn't deducting anything it's just doing shit mini games
0: it it had a very bottom tier resident evil feel yeah Yeah. did did
1: anyone else wonder if like maybe the from software
2: architect had designed the the labyrinth underneath like (laughs) it's like a little oh this building that looks nice you go down it it's like 43 floors long (laughs) Uh (laughs) um
0: okay so craig um You were gone for a little bit, so I'll ask you, uh, me and Luke were talking about it. Are you a connect things as you go, or are you a gather all available evidence and then collect things?
1: Gather, gather everything, connect what I can to deduce anything else, then gather more. I like doing things in waves. I'm doing the same with Sinking City just now. I'll get all of the clues and everything, then connect things. Even if it means a bit of repetition of revisiting a certain site or talking to someone again, I like doing that clean sweep to then put some pieces together to do another clean sweep. It feels more cathartic and a bit more logical.
0: Oh, I uh, see. Um, I was the opposite way because I figure if I put clues together as I get them, then that kind of simulates that when you hear a new piece of evidence, the way your brain correlates mm. things, right? Um, so for me, on, I believe, two cases that led to me jumping to what were then wrong conclusions, wrong conclusions. which I thought was a great... <laughs> simulation of how okay if you don't have all available evidence you can do that let's talk about the cases for ease of use so we don't have uh waffling explanations of what each case is we are going to use this wonderful resource called wikipedia (laughs) wiki to uh (laughs) wikipedia and then we'll, we'll we'll expound on the case. But uh, Luke, if you could give us the first little synopsis on why my phone dinged because.
2: <laughs> um,
0: okay, so uh, guys, hold on. Uh, my kid wants to know: if she should get the eighteen egg carton or the normal twelve? Oh, what do you guys God's think?
1: Sake. Eighteen protein. It depends on the. It, it depends on the size of eggs. You need to go for medium or small eggs, not large eggs. What? What do you got against large eggs? Uh, large eggs are bad for chickens. They purposefully make them not lay eggs, and it hurts the chickens to lay larger eggs.
2: Wow, thanks! I've but just bought more... large eggs today, <laughs> twelve of them.
1: Yeah, you you shouldn't buy buy large eggs. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I don't like Greg. eggs, so it's it's. Uh, <laughs> to be
0: fair, they're probably going to kill the damn chicken anyway.
1: I bought large eggs. I don't like eggs. I just buy them to make the chickens suffer. <laughs> My wife likes eggs.
0: Well, that is the best answer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I like hard boiled eggs. That's about it. Oh, God.
2: Let's. (laughs) Okay, so. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Chicken morality aside.
0: uh, All right, Luke, if you could give us the rundown on the fate of Black Peter.
2: Okay. uh, The fate of Black Peter. Holmes is engaged by Inspector Lestrade to investigate the murder of Peter Carey, known as Black Peter an ill-tempered whaling captain like actual whales, not just whales out loud, who was found impaled on the wall of his garden cabin with a whaling harpoon. The harpoon does not make any noise. Ah. The case is an adaptation of the adventure of Black Peter.
0: Alright, so <laughs> this was the case that I played. I got to that that little mini-game where you have to put the boat pieces together when I first mm-hmm. bought the game. went
1: Oh, it's an adventure game, and then I turned it off. Yeah. Um, I God, go I, I was going to say on that. You, while it was gone, did you explain that particular mini game? Not uh-huh. that particular one, but we did have okay. a, a little chat about the mini games. Okay, so that that the mini game reference there is there's a 3D wispy representation of a particular sense that Sherlock, you know, mostly smell that Sherlock smells something and he's trying to figure out where he smelled that from, so you get it with this, you get it with a cigar later and <laughs> things. But you have to rotate the thing. If you think of... Um, what was that game? Uh, the, the PS3 game, where you had to rotate the place to make a path for the person. Echo chrome? I co- yeah, Echochrome. It's exactly like Echochrome. You have to rotate this thing to line up all the paths to make a boat. And then he goes, Ah! That's the smell from a boat, you know. Like it's a really weird representation of smelling something. It really is. <laughs> it's an odd one, but I I, um, I quite liked it anyway because it's he explains it as he goes. He's like, oh yep, and there's wisps of Mexico and there's something else, and there's, it's an, an an odd insight into Sherlock's brain.
0: I am. Um... I think starting with this case, if you're familiar with the books, was a good thing for me personally. Because this was the one where I was like, okay, I know who the culprit is. So using this to get a grips on the different mechanics and how they work really helped me get a little more comfortable with this. Just because I didn't actually have to worry about who the culprit was because ah, I know know what it is.
1: What about you guys? How did you um, deal with this case? I I, I was the same as you, I was like, ha, I know this one, and then proceeded to just absolutely lap it up, like, the first time I've, I think I've played this game three or four times now, and the first time I played it I was just like, like, almost excited to be going through this case, it was like living history type level of excitement for me. I had <laughs> written down in my
2: notes the crime of this game is fast travel and the punishment would be at doing it on a PlayStation 4 because holy fuck, <laughs> you basically just have to <laughs> fast travel between four locations and like even on the PlayStation 5 the loading time is forever. Um, I, It's it's like five seconds it's just so <laughs> <I, laughs> No, but you do it especially uh,
0: if you're not on track and you're just floundering of like okay, where should I go? It, it is a sizable time tax. Like that's something I have down as a, okay, this is a negative.
2: So like initial impressions of this game, it's like, I really didn't like it. I was like, Oh God, it's a point and click adventure. I can see there's footprints on the ground. I can't interact with them. Like, oh, what? If I press R1? Oh, it does nothing. L1 does nothing. But it goes great. I've got night vision. Oh, like... He like, has <laughs> assassin yeah, vision. Yeah. Like, all oh, right, I've got to go speak to somebody, but now I've got to go get another clue back at the shed. And now I've got to go back and speak to that person.
1: Like, oh, this is just point and click. Um... Oh my god! See, everything that you just said there was exactly my experience. But I was loving it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I honestly, honestly, it's like weird. how long before I need a guide or I tap out? Um, so yeah, I'm. I kind of just wish they'd explain stuff. I get the feeling how you meant to have played the previous games, like I didn't it didn't feel like it was very well oh, no. explained or something to me
1: this is this is by far like a change in direction from the Horror two games fuck. or the two mainline <laughs> games before it the two games before it were more linear location to location to location to yeah figure i didn't remember the something. awakened being like this yeah this was the first one that introduced this more open feel of Collecting clues and building a mind policy case. This, this is, this is, this is why I think it's so good. Is a, it's really groundbreaking in terms of who done it's because you can even see from the game that we recorded last week the ABC. Multi- I not I can't even fake that. Um, <laughs> That's self inflicted. <laughs> it's a really clunky linear version of this where you build you collect clues and you build a case but the thing that this did differently and it stood out across all of these games is that this isn't this is an open garden I'm in a garden there's a woman crying up there there's a man stuck to the wall of a shed there holy crap I've got to figure this out that that was a gut punch of openness to try and figure it out which, appealed to me but it, great, very greatly it, it had
2: that thing of like so like one of the clues I found was like a pair of shoes I'm like oh cool go find a pair of shoes I'll take them back to the footprints cannot do anything with these pairs of shoes and the yep, footprints same here with... I'm like right oh is this one of these like chewing gum with a coin where I've got to google it to figure
0: I was just going to say I had a really bad moment where I'm like oh god is this the chewing gum on the floor <laughs>
2: yeah um but thankfully I persisted with it so that's all I'll say at the moment <laughs> Um, uh,
0: I, I think, for the most part, once like this case is like, I almost wonder if they should have done Abbey Grange first because that is mm, so small mm. and compact. Uh,
1: that that's a I, good shout, Dave. Like, yeah, I agree. See, I, my I'm a, I'm a complete disagreeer <laughs> on that. I I think the, the and if you look at the game not as six individual chapters but as a whole thing. That having the Abbey Grange exactly where it is is like it's like light relief. It's a very simple case. After you do all of the baths and you have to do like do the politics and you're going from location to location. The Abbey Grange affair is like a wee um it's like having a snack before you crack you get to the meat of finishing the game. I I really like the pacing of it.
0: I don't remember any points in the, I know we're talking about Black Peter, but I don't Mm -hmm. remember any points in the Abbey Grange case where you had something like the footprints because there were a couple cases where like, okay, uh, boy, I just keep bringing up other cases. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, Uh, In
0: Bloodbath, right? Like I knew the moment you saw, Ooh, what's this mysterious blob of metal? It's like, Oh, duh, duh. I know what it is, but you needed to go through so many steps. It wasn't like you could pick a clue and focus on it. Hmm. Whereas Abby Greens doesn't have that. No. That's very linear in how it works. This, like, like Luke said, with the footprints, it was the, okay, let me just rule out these boots. Mm-hmm. And then when I find the boots that do fit, I can try those too. But yeah, there were a couple, like every other time I was there, it's like, all right, lady, I have to talk to you about your secret letters. I'm going to go check the footprints, see if I can do something now. Okay, nope. Moving on.
1: Yeah. I did. Um, I'm like, uh, no joke. I... I'm convinced I did the boots like I compared his boots to the footprints on the first visit.
2: You have to get the second pair before
1: you can do it. It's... Yeah, you no. have to get the second pair. Yes, you do. No, you don't. <laughs> Ooh. To compare the oh. footprints in the in the garden. You can see the yes, footprints the ones that and are on they the path. glow
2: yellow every time you walk past them. But there, there's no option no, you... to... Or,
1: I...
0: Until Holmes has it in his task list, you can't do it. But No, you to might do have get... a way of getting to it that was more organic than the way mere Luke
2: stumbled well, across I, it? I, I think yeah, that's no, maybe I, the
1: point, though, I, is like, it's not explained. So if there's another yeah, way... I-, <laughs> I definitely... I did the boots, I did his boots and went, those boots don't match within five minutes of starting the game.
0: Oh, within five minutes of starting the game I was still struggling to get that stupid <laughs> ship to show up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I guess that's a fair point in both mm. of our. I points. mean, yeah, me, I can write more.
1: No, I think the Abbey Grange is the the more linear case, and you're right in a traditional gaming sense. It's a good starting tutorial off level, with the easy yeah. case. At the tutorial level exactly is the Abbey is The tutorial level. The only difference there is you have to walk about the ugly dog from hell.
0: That that dog has a serious case of Mycroft.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, at least it doesn't have okay, like the, uh, the Batman shoulders from the Unreal Engine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Arkham Toby was my favorite version <laughs> of that game. Okay. So, um in Black Peter, I would say there's there's probably the largest collection of not fun minigames. Um you through the machinations to the case, you have to arm wrestle a sailor. Mm-hmm. I thought this was brain dead, and then you have to do it again.
2: Yeah. Did anyone else arm get uh, La Noire
1: vibes from like the facial expression stuff? You're supposed to. You. I think you're genuinely. They did what they could with the engine to make people look guilty or innocent or upset. No, it was just the the, just the, not...
2: the arm wrestling. Like it was. Oh so, yeah. Was yeah like, when so over the slack, slack, but... then you push. <laughs> yeah.
1: I I I did not like the arm wrestling. I didn't like throwing the harpoon at the pig. I That was I maybe, the next one. I, I thought that was about, fun. Mm-hmm. But was you can tell
0: okay, it. you guys are really pushing this engine yeah. on what you're trying to do here.
1: I took about four hundred attempts. Like I really couldn't <laughs> It took me about five or six.
0: Yeah. yeah, I know.
1: I just I just couldn't. And the, the target gets bigger mm-hmm. the more attempts you take. <laughs> I do think that's really smart. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because, like, I had a thought this time. Alright, so, no offense to anybody who likes adventure games. You're all weird. But, they're not what you would call gamers that are used to dealing with things like that. And so, knowing that your audience are not great at Twitch things. And, if you do nail it first shot, hey, great. But, making it get larger and easier the more you play. like Because my wife likes these kind of games. And, if it's not putting a cow back into the barn for the night, she's not exactly great at it. So I, I think the leeway they have of, okay, so if you can't get this, you can either skip, but if you don't want to skip, we will make it continually easier yeah. until you get to the rope bridge and then you can go fuck yourself.
2: Uh, see, I thought this was just like a console, sorry, a PC to console thing where they're like, yeah, the controls don't quite match up, so we'll just make it easier until... But it's, that's a really clever way of... Oh, I wonder. Doing it, yeah cuz like I, I got the feeling this would be so easy on a mouse.
0: Um okay, so uh Black Peter, how many of us got it right? Because i mean, me and Craig pretty much cheated, Luke. So uh-huh. How did you cheat? Did you manage to get this right?
2: Yeah, but just because i followed the the task list. It was the, it was the footprint that got me right because i kept on because of that yellow marker, I'm like, I'm, I know there's another clue to this. I need to do it. And eventually I got it, but it was pure fluke. I, In fact, I got all the decisions right, but it was. Oh, I didn't. It wasn't out of. It wasn't out of like. I needed all the evidence to be there before I made my decision. So, yeah.
0: There were a couple I was right with the wrong provisos, like on the next one. I was right on who did it, just the wrong method. Okay. And then I would go back and go, okay, well, I want to see, just because we're going to talk about it, you know, how I was wrong. Um, The next case we have is the riddle on the rails, and that is Sherlock's melted brother, Mycroft, asks him to look into (laughs) the Merry Men, a band of anarchists plotting an attack on London. Sherlock refuses since he is not interested in politics and continues on a trip with Watson to Royal... Royal, rural Staffordshire, Staffordshire, Staffordshire. How do you guys say it?
2: Staffordshire.
1: Is that Staffordshire? Staffordshire. Staffordshire. Staffordshire.
0: <laughs> you guys aren't helping, you know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Looks more okay. posh than me.
0: Okay, uh, then I will go posh. Uh, Staffordshire. A week later, Holmes and Watson plan to take a train back to London, but the train mysteriously vanishes. They investigate the disappearances on the train. This story was adapted from elements of The Lost Special. Oh. I knew that. I was going to say, well done, Craig. (laughs) 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 Fucking hell. Alright, this is the case that I think should be removed from the game.
2: I nearly stopped playing because of this case. I hate it. It, it, (laughs) it, It's just mechanically, it's not well designed or it's not well implemented. Like, the... The fast travel stuff like was doing my head in and like it just felt like I got mad point and click vibes like right where do I need to go right I'll run around every single thing looking for a little clue that I've missed look where's that flashing yellow pointer to give me the one thing so I can progress and I did end up looking up a guide just to get the one clue I was missing but um and you know what it was I didn't realize that Sherlock's that- archives were on his fucking horse and carriage <laughs> Neither did I, Luke. Neither did
0: I. It takes this was also one I
2: had to. I had to guide. Like, yeah.
0: okay, wait, what am I missing yeah. here? Um, I also want to say uh, the next train that runs through there is going to go straight into a brick wall because I didn't put those train switches back. <laughs> they are just gonna. It's just gonna go straight into a lake. Um, this, I think, is where the game has the most problem with its, let's say, B tier. Yeah, production. I mean, um, like. The fact that you have to go slightly down that path, but not too far, or it brings up the fast travel screen, like getting to that side nook that's off to the left where there was the burnt shed, Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that was there because you haven't been able to walk through trees for the most part.
2: So I'm looking at the trophy list, right? And 72% of people complete the first one. And then it's only like 59% of people finish the second one, which I think is quite a big drop off. Especially compared to the other ones, One, where it's only like 3 or 4%. For how
0: short this game is, yeah. Yeah,
2: like between the 3rd, the 4th, the 5th and 6th, it's only maybe 3 or 4% don't finish. So I think a lot of people maybe <laughs> had the same conclusion as us.
1: They probably, they probably do. And the thing is, those those numbers will be pretty good for a broad audience because it was a plus game. So you'll have got folk oh, doing it. Like, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah out of interest and going oh that first case wasn't oh my god what's going (laughs) on here um the the second case i i think it suffers from the engine and it suffers from the limitations of that but it's also reasonably uh what's the word shit what's the word when something's no it's quite not adventurous it's quite it tries to do a lot of ambitious it's ambitious for what it is, because you've essentially, like, the thing that kept me going on this case was the fact that you have you know lots of people have died, and you're trying to figure out how lots of people have died, and it takes quite, it's quite dark, it's got a dark kind of undertone to it. You've got, obviously, like, drunken station masters and stuff like that, but you've got, basically, machete in a train station. <laughs> Smoking cigars, then you're wondering if you're gonna to have to like fist fight him and get your head lopped off, and then all of a sudden, Chileans dropped a train full of people into a lake, and you're like, holy shit balls! This is taking a, It's taking an absolute so turn.
0: you would say for you though you were interested in this case because the moment it started getting into this Chilean company mm, and mm-hmm, this Mexican mm-hmm. company are fighting yeah. over rights, I'm just I, like, oh my no, gosh, I don't I, care.
1: A hundred, I no, I was I was into that, and the the bet. I not in an elderly way, but when Sherlock started saying it's not about politics, it's not about the Mycroft side of things, it's about figuring out what the shits went on. I'm like, I completely agree with you, buddy. I'm just, I just want to know what happened. I don't, I don't care about some sort of international issue that might occur. I just want to figure out. I don't out care what's if
0: happened. the barges were stolen. I don't care. Uh, like this, this was uh, like Luke. This was the case that made me go, oh, Craig, what have you brought? Oh, yeah. what did you do? Well,
1: um, I mean, luckily, I, I can
0: say... Oh, go
1: ahead. I was going to say, luckily from here, the game just goes upwards.
0: <laughs> yes, it does. It, it, it yeah. does. It, I mean, this was the case that was like, Dave, this is why you hate these kind of games. And mm. the next one was like, look, Dave Romans. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, I'll stick around.
2: Um, doga, doga. Yeah, this, this was...
0: <laughs> I don't know if it, it was my lack of attention due to political machinations that just make mm-hmm. my eyes glaze over... Or if I got it wrong, but I I thought, uh, I deduced wrong that they buried the Chileans in the mine.
2: Yeah. I guessed at this one and it,
1: it luckily quite wrong. right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good man, good man. This is, this is one of the ones where you can cop out reasonably early mm. on. You don't even yes, need to go to the mine or the lake or anything. You can just go, oh yeah, that guy killed them all. And then just go on with your life, knowing that you're wrong. Um, uh this this is also uh
0: where I started noticing more and more like again like you said they, they got really ambitious <laughs> with whatever engine they were using <laughs> because like there are some things that arguably are very detective like of okay let me measure how far between these two yeah. threads there is and you have to really finicky get that just right yeah. for it to count as measured yeah so yeah I, eh. yeah I think this case is the biggest dud in the game. Um, yeah. It, it actually I mean this is a little off topic but it actually I think Craig did Did Frogwares do Journey to the Center of the Earth the adventure game?
2: I have no idea I can have a look I've got it up. you're going to beat me
1: uh, uh, I love like I'll cut, obviously cut all of this out so we'll just sound knowledgeable no they didn't yeah, Dave. They did, John, that you sent No, it was Frogwares. It in 2003. Frogwares. Yeah, I think that was 2003. Oh, yeah, right at the top. I'll yeah. cut it in so that I sound like an open <laughs> I'll then cut Luke to well, agree. <laughs> um, okay. Everything well, what's will be for me?
2: fine.
0: Um, I was going to say, it, it reminds me of puzzles you saw in like that or like Siberia, where it's like, okay, I see what you're going for, but your engine isn't exactly made for this, and so it does nothing but frustrate the player. And the, like, tape measuring thing, that's something that you can't skip. Like, that's something you very much have to do if you want those clues. So, yeah, this one was all...
2: Did you play the PlayStation 3 version, Dave? Or the Plus version? Because I I bought the latest version. I I, I have the disc. Right, I bought the latest version, and I didn't have any problems with these those like the finale yeah it
1: just worked that's exactly what that's exactly what i was going to say again
0: could be incompetence on my part no i don't
1: don't think it is the the republished version has some gentle tweaks and i as soon as you try and measure between the tracks the wee cursor like with the tape like lights up you just click Mm -hmm. and click oh no uh it didn't hear okay it could That could be a, a differently... Yeah. So
0: then that would mean that the patches for the disc version are different than the patches for the digital version. I
1: just looked in, on the trophy list. Patches isn't in either game. Yeah, he is. He kicks you down the mic. <laughs> <chat. laughs> <Good job. laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the trophy list is different. It's two different registered games. So
1: it is. It is. It's oh, di- okay. It, yeah, get, so that might be... They've got two different... It, whatever S E E codes or whatever it is, they're they're completely different games. They've had a different level of attention uh, dealt with them because of the way it happened. Okay. One of them was. Oh so, uh, yeah,
0: for me it was super finicky. Like it, there was no like snap into place. There was no you had to pull it directly into the middle, even though that's not how you measure things, Sherlock. So yeah, it it was finicky for me. All right, so uh, you both got this case right.
1: Yeah, yeah by flake <laughs> I mean, I. This is this is under the proviso. I'm not like some sort of big brain Sherlock. I've played it full times. I know the outcome <laughs> of every single case. This I can't. I can't remember what happened the first time I played it. Uh, all I can tell you is I got every case right this time. <laughs> hmm. Who would have thunk it?
0: I know, right? Uh, so, Craig, would you like to elucidate us on the synopsis for Bloodbath?
1: Eh, uh, yeah, but would, as soon as I get there, there we go. <clears throat> Bloodbath. Lestrade tells Holmes about a political incident concerning the Merry Men, but Holmes again refuses to get involved. However, he does agree to investigate the murder of a renowned archaeologist who was found dead in the locked steam room of the Roman baths in London. Holmes delves into the investigation featuring three suspects and the cult of Mithras.
2: How was that? It was good, sexy. Thank you. Thank Just you. need a little bit more urge. The,
0: <laughs> the three suspects are Carl, Coddle, and Clark.
2: <laughs> stop your haven. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, so the moment it was like steam baths in Rome, yeah. I was like, okay, alright guys, I'll play and, this one.
1: And this is funny because when Lestrade comes in with the case what Sherlock is exactly like steam baths, Romans. I'm in. Watson, Get your coat. You're basically Sherlock. Yeah. Um, I wish. Uh, so,
0: um, first off, I do have to ask, it's not really a thing, right? Like, still over there? Are there still steam baths?
2: Mm hmm. Well, not baths. Really? You get, like spas and stuff and like swimming pools off and have. Some of the bigger ones have...
0: Okay, okay, you don't have like themed steam baths because I would be on the next flight. So, how quickly did you guys realize what the blob of metal was in the thing?
1: Super quick. The, the brazier. No, the, I think the point of that... This is a genius case because I think the point of this case, if you engaged vaguely with the last two cases, is it, it almost tries to tell you, ha, that's the obvious solution, and then it gives you, ha, that's two obvious solutions with the ice and the metal, the silver, and I think that's the genius bit about this case, is it's very, one of the decisions in your mind palace is, was it an ice knife, or was it a metal knife, and both of them are completely logical, Mm -hmm. sensible, you know, they're both really good options, to the point where even this time round, I'm not joking, This, and as I said, I've played it a million times, I was like, is it the ice knife? Or are they trying to fake it? Because, you know, an ice knife is such a cliched thing, the perfect weapon is an ice bullet, or whatever. So I was like, is it the metal one? But if you found the bucket and the mine underneath, you're like, ah, it was definitely ice. And I see, I,
0: what, what, Set me off on the okay, it had to be the ice knife. Was the super blood, super watery Mm, blood that's
2: what got me on it as well. I'm
0: like, okay, all right, it had to be so. Then here's the thing Uh, this was one I got right, but I was curious, and so both endings are like stuck in my brain. What was the blob in the breezer for again? Like, why was that blob there? Oh, that's silver.
1: Do you know what I actually don't yeah, I'm know? I'm just thinking that myself. 100%. <laughs> I get absolutely no idea. What was the blob in the brazier? Was, was, it, that not, was, it, not, was it not a red herring? Was it not of Hang on. No, was the blob in the brazier not a bit of the melted mold that made the ice knife?
0: Oh, you may be correct. Yeah, maybe it was the the mold that was melted
1: into I've the got, razor. Yeah, I think that might... And I okay. dread to think... Uh, I'm not going to fully put my, my whole weight behind this, but I'm 96% sure it's the mold, or a piece of the mold.
0: Wow, Craig, you're not really a fence-sitter. I'm I'm surprised you wouldn't put your full weight behind something. Okay, this is also after what I thought was a very fun beginning, right? Like, uh, when you're investigating the steam baths, and you're talking to everybody, and there's, like, I never left, and oops, I went and visited my sister, all that fun stuff. Then you get The Dig. And I think I would have much rather played The Dig the game than go to this dig.
1: I mean, The Dig is a good game. I'm not gonna Mm. lie, I agree with you 100%.
0: The Dig is a game. You are correct. (laughs) Um... I thought the second half of this case kind of shat the bed a little bit, especially, like, like you said, with the, the FromSoft maze. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: um pretty sure that's where Persona 3 took place, if I remember right.
2: See, I, uh, I had no problems with the that maze, puzzle. or, the, or the, the dig site at all. I think by the time I got to this one, I'm like, right, it says... Like, it's not letting me pick this up, so I can just come back to this as obviously something later, like for the rope and the hook and the... The bow putting together and stuff.
0: Yeah, the little ballista thing. And like
2: the puzzle bit, you just did it from the paper thing. So, yeah, I didn't... I think by this point I'm like, right, I've got it clicked. But there was occasionally I did have to go look at a guide for like... I think I got lost on one of the... It was the bow... Putting the bow together it was in the wrong angle. Like I had Yeah, to...
0: where you had to spin the bow, but you could never spin it before that. Yeah. That really... Th- I'm like, look, I know how this works. I, it, it goes right there. Yeah, yeah. It just wouldn't let me. Yeah. Uh, no, get... no, like, the maze wasn't hard. It was just tedious. Yeah, yeah, it's like, totally. why'd you guys make it this uh, long?
1: This is... It's a regular occurring theme with games of ye olde past and puzzle games that I, I constantly bring it up to you, Dave, is I hate a puzzle where you can see what the solution is and you know you need to do X, Y, and Z and flick those switches, but it takes an age yeah. to do X, Y, and Z and flick That's the biggest The fuck. missed it, problem. It, it's just the, yeah, exactly, the missed problem. I can see that that goes there, but it's going to take me four minutes to do that and I, I just, you, you would just pick it up and put it there, but uh, that's the bit that gets me. And it's exactly that with this. Pull that lever. Oh, switch character. They could have done so something so much more interesting. Controlling Watson, but they made them just stand and pull levers.
0: Yeah, like there could have been zombies. You know, uh, like Uncharted. They could have just had zombies pop
2: up. Or tarnished gods. Um,
0: yeah, you know. maybe. Did you uh, just maybe say
2: N-Town. tarnished gods? Mm. You no, know, Elden Ring.
0: Maybe uh, like an Olmec-like statue comes to life, and he has a riddle for you that you have to solve, or or something. No, yeah, I, I think I think this was a mistaken case of trying to inject more gameplay than they should have, because arguably a maze and a switch puzzle is in quotes gameplay, whereas investigating people is not gameplay. I, like like I I, I guess. I can't be too mad at them because I applaud the idea, but the execution wasn't so hot. Like I doubt anybody's walking away from this going, "Dude, that was a lever puzzle." Man, that was good.
2: So <laughs> depends if you like your levers. Yeah,
0: if you like your levers or your levers, lever. Um, so uh, you got this right as well, Luke. Yep. All right, good man. Uh, next up, we have the Abbey Grange affair. Sir Eustace Brackenstall and a, uh, oh wow, that's that's a lot of syllables. Hold on.
1: You want you want me to do this? I've get like the, the voice <laughs> Sir
2: Eustace um, Brackenstall, <laughs> an aristocrat
1: of violent an aristocrat. big cunt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right,
0: Sir Eustace Brackenstall, an aristocrat of violent temper, has allegedly murdered. Bleh. Has I just, oh my god! Just I said aristocrat read.
1: like the film, the well
0: So. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a cat, because the cat's the only cat. <clears throat> Let's try take number four. Mm. Sir Eustace Brackenstall, an aristocrat of... Oh my gosh, I said it again.
1: Go, Craig. Yeah, Craig,
0: why don't you read this one and I'll read the Half Moon Walk.
1: All right, fair enough. Sir Eustace Brackenstall, an aristocrat of violent temper, has allegedly been muddled by a trio of burglars, who also took
0: I nearly tripped up on
1: burglars burglars <laughs> who also took his wife hostage and stole his silverware. Because that's not obvious that it's just a cover up. Holmes pursues the culprits while questioning the veracity of the lady's statement. The story is adapted from the adventure of the Abbey Grange, what? which was obvious because of the name of the case. Oh, well done, Craig. There's been a murder. There's been a bunch of burglars. In, of all of the words, it's the burglars that are it's the worst word to say if you if you trip up on ours, saying burglars is just burglars.
0: Can you say Caroling burglars stole a pearl?
1: Ca- caroling burglars stole a pearl. carol, the Caroling burglar. carol, <laughs> Carol
0: Carol the Caroling <laughs> uh, It's back to purple burglar alarm. <laughs> Carl the Caroling no, no, burglar, no.
2: like Carlsberg.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Anyway, okay. This is a good All one. Right. This is a good. This one. This is a
0: very. I would say this is the highlight of the game for me. Um, I think because this is also, and this is where I want to talk about the mechanics of condemn or absolve, because this is the only case where I was like, ah, which one do I do? Because in the, in the book, like she seems completely justified, in terms of yeah, murder the bastard, that's fine. This was did okay. So for the last two cases, three cases, uh, did you guys have a problem on the condemn absolve?
1: Nope, no Mechanic? problem. I absolved a lot. I condemned everybody. Really? Uh, yep. I condemn thee. But the,
0: you absolved the Chileans? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's business. What are you, the Joker? <laughs> it's
1: business.
2: Capitalism
1: <laughs> has warped yeah. your brain, Mr. Barson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm... You- um, can you imagine not absolving them? Before you know it, you're like buried under a train somewhere. <laughs> like just oh, okay, so that was self-preservation,
0: mm, mm. not morality. No,
1: I've um, got to um I've got to point out that you do not absolve the Chileans in that case. It's the one where you do not absolve or guilt. Oh no, that
0: was whether to give it to my cross. It's the or... political
1: game. Yeah. Or... Yeah, I didn't play
0: the political no, game.
1: I played the political game. I think that is actually genius. Because playing the political game is kind of generally better. The other option is, oh my God, Sherlock, go and tell the cops. You'll get in there first. And, t-. and I think that's pretty stupid. Like, Oh, I think- now see,
0: I thought, now see, the way it was worded made me think that the people who did it might not be punished for this, but we will gain political leverage. And I wanted to see the people who did it get punished.
1: Yeah, I, I mm. was on the political game front. This you let is the now, melted
0: man get to you, didn't
1: you? We're now talking about the last case. No, I didn't let the melted man get to me. It's just in some yeah. cases. I,
2: I didn't like Minecraft. You, I'm, like, I'm going for Lestrade's option, every option. He oh, has yes. a better mustache. Yeah, yeah, just, uh,
1: so wait, then Black Peter, you absolved? Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely absolved. Ooh. He was attacked. It was self-defense. Job done. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay.
0: All right. All right. Uh, um... Well, Craig, I'm never letting you investigate anything.
1: I mean, this all comes crumbling down on the next case, which we will get yeah. to. But the next case was the one I had an issue with.
0: Okay, all right. So let's talk so Abby we'll, Grains then.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, this is an incredibly small level mm. area, if yeah. you want to call it like a very compact case, right? Uh, they they do some things like you finally have to control the the melted hound from hell. <laughs> And follow a scent trail, mm-hmm. but uh, this is very much a almost almost a locked room mystery. You walk in, you get all the evidence, and then you make a decision. There's no real running around involved and in corroborating people's stories that way. Um, I think the lady who did the voice acting of Mrs. Brackenstallridge, whatever her name was, mm-hmm. did a very good job with her lines. Like, um, I very much got the empathy, and I also got the well, I don't want to get punished for this too, yeah, uh, how did you guys deal with this case?
2: I was like you where it's like, oh, this guy obviously deserves to die, and then even when I find all the silver and it was like, right, this is all fake, you know, um, I was still on the lady' side, but I find it a little bit far fetched the whole like captain his is it something's fishy with the
0: captain? yeah thing, right? but is it
2: is it, like it, it went from like oh i didn't do it to okay i did it like so very quickly it didn't seem realistic or like i i don't know i i felt this one kind of fell apart a bit at the end but i, I really liked the whole discovery of the murder scene i think that was possibly the best example of that to do the game if that means
0: Oh yeah, anytime you have to you have to investigate a corpse in this, it is a lot mm, of fun. Mm. Uh it's too bad they don't let you do autopsies. But uh yeah, it, it is really cool. Well I guess you can do an <laughs> yeah, yeah, do, you? You
2: after dinner. Not appreciate <laughs> that oh,
0: that was honestly. that was a play school body if ever I saw one. It's, <laughs> it's like, oh look so
2: good. Yeah, I was
1: just waiting so for play uh, operation.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I was waiting for Watson to go <laughs> you hit the sides. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So, uh, if, for me personally, uh, and I would actually say if, if you're interested in this, read the Abbey Grains. It's a very good short story. Um, I, the only reason why I condemned was because of the sailor. Mm. Like at that point, something squiffy is going on, but that bastard did deserve to get his head caved in.
1: <laughs> it was love. It was love. What is love? Fuck's sake. Baby,
2: it
0: was love, but I would have been more lenient if it was the lady and her maid that did
2: it. <laughs> what, what, the love? Have the fact know, the, that she... The murder.
0: Yeah, yeah, if, if the lady and her maid were in love, sure. Uh, no, 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 like like I guess my, my logic, the way my brain worked was, she pretty much convinced somebody to kill for her?
1: No. No, that's you're ah. getting the next, the Kew Gardens... Is where the lady becomes a complete I, devil lady. Yeah,
0: the lady's Moriarty, yeah. Uh huh. But in this, I don't know. That I guess it was the maybe maybe this was the way she played it. It sounded more complicit than he just so happened to walk in on him beating me.
1: I I took it as more in line with the original. It was a, it was on his own. He did it to protect and save and they were in love like I was very much on that and even the way the end of that case plays out where Sherlock is like jump on a boat you're going to be gone for a few years and he's just like do you know what I love her but if loving her means I have to be away I have to be away and I was like
0: uh huh see if I had had the option to not involve her at all and condemn this just the sailor Mm -hmm. then yeah I probably would have done that instead
1: absolve the lady
0: condemn the sailor because murder is still murder, unless it's self-defense. But then Wait. I condemned Black Peter. So me, me and Lestrade
2: had a deal. There was a commission on, <laughs> on cells <Selsfield. laughs> filled. Uh, so yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh
0: my. God. Uh, of course, since I, I knew the short story, I did get this right. Uh, Luke, you got it right as well. I take it.
2: Yes, but I did replay this one because I wasn't happy with the ending. So I, I did it at the end where yeah, cool. And then it was again.
1: Can I, yeah. can I just give a shout out to my buddy, the thumb pad in this game? <laughs> because once you see the end of the end, it oh, literally says, that. tap the thumb pad if you want to see if you're right. And I think that is amazing. Like just being able to see it go green and go, got it or yeah. not. And you're like, and, and you've got the option to go back and... and keep diving in so if you did jump to conclusions and condemn the first person that you saw and were wrong you are given that opportunity to go back and redeem yourself i think that is it's incredible i think it's
2: fantastic it encourages you to to kind of view all the endings without having to replay it right from the start which is cool yeah
0: yeah i think that would have been a death knell for it that's a good Mm -hmm. point
1: luke yeah and, in the, like, the, my bugbear with... And I'm going to bring up The Sinking City because I'm bringing up The Sinking City because I'm playing it just now. But frog when things like... When you bring trophies into play, you always think the developers make the trophies, getting everything right, you're playing it the way you want you to play it. With The Sinking City, some of the trophies you get are making the worst decisions. <laughs> it's doing the thing that's completely not what you would be doing. And I think having a mechanism to replay or go back without having to manual save or reload from the cloud or anything like that is absolutely awesome. Oh, I agree, 100%. The the way Sherlock does it is just perfect.
0: Yeah, it it almost seems like, uh, in in comparison, let's keep it on Sinking City, right? In comparison to Sinking City, you can tell in this game, they just wanted you to explore Mm it. They didn't necessarily want you to do a prescripted thing. Um, Luke, why don't you c- clue us in on the Q Gardens drama?
1: Why didn't you say Q is in? Fuck's sake. What kind of amateur are you? Because Q wouldn't make sense there? But it's a English? pun. Q is Q in.
0: You keep the butchery of the English language to yourself, buddy. Don't don't drag me into thank this. Thank you
2: for the segue, guys, or the time to find the, the Wikipedia article. That's great.
1: <laughs> you said thank you. I see what he did. Ah. Is that enough silence to paper? Sorry, say
2: that again.
0: <laughs> could you hand Craig this pink slip of paper, please? <laughs> right,
1: I, I've been the c- of the bit effect. From now on, it's going to be the bit fare I'm off ski. <laughs> God. Um, the
2: Kew Gardens drama An old friend asks Holmes to investigate the theft of some exotic plants at the Kew Gardens cue the investigation takes a new turn as the director of the gardens is revealed to have died a few days before the theft and Holmes suddenly finds himself investigating a possible murder yeah you know
0: guys I didn't really like this one no
2: I was the same Nope. although uh, I don't like mm-hmm. I did like the um, the whole plant puzzle I thought that was quite cool where they
0: oh yeah the plant puzzle was fun yeah, yeah.
1: I I don't like the the, the overarching story, but I, I kind of like how evil the lady like yeah. is proper, darkly, evilly, horribleness. But I think it's just a bit naff overall. Mm. Like, okay, you say you say the
0: evilness of the lady, and I've been wanting yeah. to ask you this since we okay, talked back and yeah. forth a little bit. Is she that evil, or was she just in a really shitty position?
1: No, I, that's she was in I, a ton of debt. Hmm. She's in a ton of debt. I I absolutely on this one lady I buy into the fact that she's in a ton of debt but she's completely manipulating everyone around her to get what she wants. Mm. I completely believe and I'm talking about I'm talking passionately about a game that might not fit fit this, but I believe that the guy you know, the guy that hangs himself, what's his face thing he make, hang himself, she makes she basically forced him yeah. to hang himself because he only wrote that he was to blame in his suicide letter and I think that Miss White is the most evil person in the whole game Ooh. yeah! I, never Ooh, I don't know because he was like...
0: up to some real chicanery with the uh, the crazy plant people from the other yeah. garden
1: no, they, I think they're just crazy people. Like, I think it's a complete um, red heron. Well, heaven. let's be fair, okay, they're opium
0: addicts, let's be yeah, fair. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's a complete red herring. I think she is actually proper evil.
0: Now, I have a dumb question uh, that shows my severe lack of botany.
1: This is impossible, right? No, I don't think so. I think I think it's mostly, like, it's improbable and it's unlikely. It really set up a mousetrap
0: of some plants there. Yeah, it's...
1: If you forget, that if you suspend disbelief, it could happen. Because you do get plants that react in certain ways to certain external things, but it took all... I don't a, think
0: there are many plants
1: that could kill a man. It, but it didn't kill stores. him, it, it just phased him. The thing that killed him was falling on a pond fence that just happened. Like, it's totally... Okay, so wait. Im-
0: he didn't die of a heart. I thought he stumbled and fell because he was having a no, heart attack. No, it was attack.
1: his lung.
2: He had a it was lung damage. He had
0: spores in his lungs. Yeah. 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 Okay. So
2: wait. So then, lack of oxen, the I way think. she planned to
0: murder him was to hit him with the spores, and then have See, him stumble and bang his head.
1: No, I think she planned to murder him with the spores, but I think the thing that killed him was hitting him. That's where the plan unfurled, because. Without him breaking out the door and hitting his head, there would never have been a Sherlock Holmes case. He would have just died of a heart attack. I they would have just found a dead body. Oh, he's... he's exactly, hurt. Okay, yeah.
0: all right, all right. The way the game uh, played it out, it was like, oh, this murder went according to plan. No,
1: Sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, that,
0: that may have been me. Okay. She
1: just... She planned for the spoils. She didn't plan for him to kick the door down and then smack his head. That's how um, Throgmorton or whatever is Throgmorton? No, Craig. Throgmorton?
0: Wow. <laughs> that,
1: that's how... That's how the other guy got pulled into it. He was on cleanup patrol of going sort out this plant pot that the guy knocked over and fixed the door frame and all that.
2: Okay. I think it's Um, a shame.
1: I think Miss White is a complete bastard.
0: I like that for once they have somebody that has less grey morality. Like, okay, when you explain it that way, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, the way my brain interpreted it was, girl's in a really shitty situation... She had to get out of it somehow,
1: ergo. As soon as I read the
2: letter from her parents, I'm like, yeah, she's she's going to be the
1: person that did this. Yeah, exactly. She doesn't speak to her parents for a billion years and then writes to them asking for money with a guilt-trippy, yeah, like, both if you sort, want yeah. me to continue my
0: studies. You're
1: like, fuck well, off. Well, being him.
0: an asshole doesn't make you a murderer either, to be fair, doesn't. It doesn't,
1: it doesn't <laughs> but at all. And, and, and it's odd because I felt this way. About the last case, I thought she was forced to like suffer this horrible man, and then was saved by a sailor who killed him. So I was. I like, guess it's
0: a good thing they put those back to back,
1: then. Yeah, yeah, it's it, they're completely opposed. But I suppose if you're okay. the kind of person that reads the first one, like she's in on it, we're gonna, she's guilty. The second time round, you're probably more likely to be suckled in by Miss White, whereas if it's the other way about, like who. Maybe
0: It's a good maybe, point Maybe um, th- Well th- This is my problem With the case There, There is a unique mechanic That it does here That it has done In past games That I do want to talk about But I guess for me Like uh, A home story Is the height Of logicality mm-hmm. This is like A home story That should have been More in like Sherlock the Awakened Kind of thing This to me Read as unrealistic
1: Yeah yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah.
0: everything else before it is very yeah. realistic.
1: I struggle to believe uh, this really, one as well. uh,
2: especially with like the whole Asian society. Like it's
0: oh yeah, the opium it, gardens, the the cult. It, yeah, it oh, seemed
1: I, a bit I, I think that was. I thought that was the most believable bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> like I, really, I mean,
0: if it had been an opium den, sure. I mean,
2: Gently uh, just needed to take hole. off after his yoga, like run through the trees and stuff and the been. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, so one mechanic that is only used here that I'm basing off of uh the conversation that they had beforehand is the timeline.
1: Oh, I really cool, liked
0: the timeline minigame. Mm, yeah, yeah. Did we all condemn? And did we stop her from uh off mm-hmm. her mm
2: Mhm. First time.
0: Good man. I really thought, you know, she was going to swallow that. Well, for okay, let's be fair. For me, she swallowed the bottle twice, <laughs> and then I stopped her from swallowing the bottle.
1: My only regret is I I was going on, like where you said the last time. Did you have a problem? I really had a problem because I I know the trophy list inside out, so I know you need to be consistent in what you pick. And I was absolving yeah. everyone. I'm absolving everyone, and Miss White is the one that I'm like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you absolutely deserve to hang but I absolved her and I, I now don't know if there's any any configuration of things where I can absolve her but then she kills herself because then I get what I want she's dead <laughs> but I've still absolved her so I still get the trophy
0: hmm. I, mean, I mean from a uh, moralistic standpoint if you also blame the son and get the case over with quick the other guy doesn't hang himself <sighs>
1: Yeah, that's and I feel bad for the son. The son has been through the, like the son wants I to join the navy. He's desperate to join. Craig, I wanted is,
0: to slap that kid around yeah. so much. He's, oh yeah, he's a,
1: he's a bit of a sap. But sometimes that happened. The navy would have been good for him in that case.
0: Uh no, I I wanted to really slap him around. It's like ah, uh, kid, you're really annoying. Oh. I I mean I, I guess I yeah I guess I just didn't like most things other than the timeline of this case. Yeah. I mean I like I like the fun poking the plants with caterpillars when you go back to your place to work on it. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I really like the animations on the Venus flytrap. And I've had Venus flytraps. Like I I grew a couple of them. Yeah. They don't move quick for anything. Also. So seeing them move that quick is pretty fun.
1: Just a side note: if you if we're, this Garner's this much conversation, and you want to slap one of the characters about, they must be written reasonably well for you to have that Oh kind yeah, of, actually, mm, that's a great
0: point. you know. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I wouldn't, I
1: wouldn't disparage the writing in this mm-hmm. at all. Even even the
0: voice performance on him was very good. Like he did sound like a mealy mouthed little spineless guy.
1: Oh, I felt for him.
0: Uh, it's basically
1: me. I'm pretty spineless. I'm not. I mean, his dad was a jerk, hmm. too. Yeah.
0: So, I guess. Um, okay. All right. Moving on to the last case of this way longer than we thought. <laughs> podcast.
2: Uh-huh. A Half Moon walk. This is my favorite one.
0: The older brother Sorry. of...
2: All right. All right. Oh, All right. really? So, just go ahead. I'll say I'll it on your.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> the older brother of Wiggins, Holmes Chief Baker Street Irregular has been charged with double murder, and Wiggins asks Holmes to clear his brother's name. The case soon begins to have a whole new aspect featuring men who disappear from plain sight. And then we'll let Craig read the overarching story conclusion after this. But, so Luke, this is your favorite case. Yeah, this is my
2: favorite one, because it becomes uh, Sherlock's Holmes Alone, um, (laughs) where he lays traps. No, I, I... there's a few things I really liked. I liked the whole. Um, just. Just there were so many twists to it. Like, I did not see the whole somebody climbing up at a wall thing coming, which I thought was handled really well. I really liked the whole reiteration of the shooting, like the trying to figure out where the bullet was and then how would somebody escape by reenacting the, the walk that the policeman did. Um, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. I. I yeah, just mechanically, I think this one was the most fun.
0: This felt the most like a police procedural mm. case that we've done. Like, like, yeah, yeah, reenacting. Okay, how fast could the killer move? Okay, where, if he shot from here, did the bullet go? Um, uh, Luke, since uh, this is your case and we haven't talked too much about it, would you like to just explain the the mechanic of placing things in correct order, like people's
2: actions that you have to do? Yes, because this
0: factors in hey. yeah so it's
2: like kind of like the is it mind palace anyway sherlock can imagine how or how a scenario went and basically once you've gathered enough evidence that'll like unlock maybe a portrait or like a train for example or, or a person moving in a particular way and there'll be like different different movements so you have to put them in the right order and then he'll basically make a deduction from it so yeah it's um it's a really cool mechanic uh and it's used a few times in this so first time is on like a a character um you're trying to basically disprove his statement that he's given to the police and then later on you you discover that there's it wasn't just one person shot a gun there was multiple people multiple people and you're trying to choose the order that took place in so um, a really cool mechanic, and I think, I, to be honest, I kind of feel like this, this case got the most amount of time. Like, it, it feels really, maybe not story-wise, but mechanically, it feels really put together. Like, maybe this was the one they started off with.
1: It's very mechanically varied. It's, it is a highlight. It, it uses the best of the engine. Like, the best of what they can... Someone, it doesn't make you physically climb a wall, it does it yeah, it does no not not.
0: Uh,
2: if you got a playstation controller holes and your wall stay one on each hand?
1: <laughs> I mean it doesn't make you it doesn't make you do like an uncharted or anything like that it just it uses the best of the engine to the best of its ability the hiding
0: which is not at <laughs> all
1: come on this is unreal three or something like that this is like it's peak unreal I thought it was three like let's not get into this just, this isn't this kind of podcast and I'm an idiot so um, anyway d- d- yeah this case is it's great three and, I told you it was three, it three? <laughs> 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 the, the bit the imagination bit I always think of it as like Sherlock's way of saying who shot first did Han shoot first <laughs> he's gonna it figure it out on what made George Lucas is I I love it, I love it, because I think it's another one of those things where, in-game, you could take ten minutes to figure out who shot first, but you know, fine well, that Sherlock has just looked at the situation and went, I know exactly what's happened. I know who did what, and I know he had a pie for lunch.
0: <laughs> I also know that that policeman is a bit of a dick to poor guy Wiggins.
1: Oh, every time you go to that, that he's like, what are you doing here, you eat? To be fair, Watson asshole. Watson's a bit of a dick to them as well. Yes, <laughs> he, is, he is. I don't know why you hang about with those street urchins.
0: Uh so then gentlemen. Yes. When, well, I guess it might be up in the air for you, Craig, but Luke, when did you figure out, oh, it was climbing the walls? Like, once I saw the climbing gear, um, so basically the last possible moment, I'm like, okay, I got it.
2: (laughs) It wasn't even until I had to go back for the climbing gear that I realized it was... (laughs) 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 Yeah, but I I think this case did really well until you actually met the climbing guy, and then it was like, oh, okay, this is a bit far-fetched, but... Um the the whole I like Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, I was tradition. gonna say that bit was great. Like the mm-hmm. the setting up of the booby taps and
1: stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My name's um... Nigel. Nigel Farley and I'm <laughs> gonna Farage. pick your luck. Yeah. So I fucking love that. I love it. Love it to bits.
0: Yes and no. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm trying to be diplomatic here. Okay, so first off, uh, basically at any time if you'd like, you can go dress up Holmes in whatever husbando outfit you'd like him to be mm-hmm. in. Um, My
2: name is Jeff.
0: The disguises are really bad. Yeah, really, really bad.
1: It's really bad. Do you, I don't know. Did you, I don't know if you went actively looking for trophies, but in one of the cases, if you dress up well enough. And you walk out of your bedroom. Watson's like, "Who are you? Yeah, I got where's that. Where's Holmes?" And it's like, <laughs> it's clearly Sherlock Holmes with a hat on. It's clearly, <laughs> it's clearly him. He's got some. He did have glasses p- on in my case. So was Clark yeah. He's He's got pubes <laughs> stuck to his chin, <laughs> or something. It's It's brilliant. I think that's what the like, guy Ritchie films
2: he, did well is the,
0: <laughs> the disguises.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I... like, they
0: should have just used another model. No. Like, you just no. were... Because
1: I... nobody's going to get fooled by that. No, but I I, I genuinely, and this is completely not, like, just me, probably, but in all the seriousness of the cases and all the Miss White arseholes, this is, like, the camp comedic, oh, my God, that's just so funny type bit of it. Sherlock with a sailor hat on and that beard that doesn't have a chin, is just so funny.
0: I don't really go to Sherlock for giggles.
1: Oh, honestly, I just thought it was brilliant. Uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, I can.
0: Yeah, I can understand that end of it. For me, it was like, oh, oh, that's that. That's the choice you're making. How does this strike you guys as a conclusion to this game? Yeah. Because uh, I, I was expecting the end story to be more integrated.
1: Like I, it's very episodic, mm. as we said. It's very episodic, and yeah. I think that the last case it's completely disconnected from anything else. And then you get that final cutscene that ties back to the Mycroft stuff. I think it was actually a really smart way to do it, because otherwise you would start to think that the shoehorned story. Into the last case, and you're like, oh, so now I'm dealing with all that crap, and I'm, like, you never manually work on the Mycroft stuff. It's all accidental. It just all accidentally ties into one thing.
0: Um, well, like, like that's one of the questions I want to bring up. Like, like most of the Sherlock Holmes canon is short stories that don't have an overarching yeah. storyline. Is there a, why feel the need to? I would have been okay with just. And here's six cases, yeah. And then you end on him playing the violin in the chair.
1: No, i what? i I think that I think there was a like a, a canon need to do that because if you bring Mycroft into it, Mycroft as a constant in the episodic adventures of Sherlock Holmes, Mycroft is yes a, a singular point of he's always in that gentleman's club and he's always. I'm sorry, know, what club? Craig? The The gentleman's club. You know what's no, it no. called? Come on, Craig. I'll take away your card. Don't do it because of the five o'clock club. No. The Diogenes. The Diogenes. The the Diogenes. He's always there. He's always wheeling and dealing. He needs to, he's a part of Sherlock Holmes and he's the constant part. And the episodic nature of what Sherlock does fits Sherlock's personality. He goes, that interests me. So I'll do that. And now that interests me. And now that interests me.
0: They could have done something like the Bruce Partington papers or something where you would have Mycroft embroiled in it without having this – like arguably like very little interest was thrown to the Merry Men thing. It was just like every once in a while you would yeah, but. hear them mention, oh, the Merry Men, but it's not like they were ever important or something you should focus on and then all of a sudden the end of the game is about them.
2: Uh, see like that that fitted well for me with my like most my exposure to sherlock's from the the cumberbatch series and that's totally how that series goes as well it's like he doesn't get involved unless it's like shit something serious is the way it happened and even then he only just gets in fixes it and then walks away from it again so it's like that whole ending was like yeah he's done his piece and now he's going to go back to what interests him you know I, I thought it fitted quite well. Oh, yeah. I
0: agree. They, they handled it well in terms of like how Sherlock's personality would react to this problem. I guess my question is why include that in the first place? It was kind
2: of running like, in the background all, all the way for through that? it, the way, like, as Craig says.
1: Mm. Yeah. It's you, you my personal idea. taste. Mm. Yeah, I, I I think it's nice. I think it's a nice. It's more, if you look at it, like, if you take a step back and look at it, it's a great big Frog whales nod to the wider Sherlock verse <laughs> if you if you think about it like that because you're you're not just pro- you're not just providing six cases of problems to solve. You're saying there is this wider thing. Sherlock has Mycroft and there is bigger things and this is a game that always nods towards Mycroft's political I, I guess
0: you, you have a good point. Cause like, like even even my like in my book reading, I prefer the short stories to a Cynophore or a Baskerville's or any of those. I like the short stories more. Mm. So that that may just be personal taste. You're right. Um okay, so uh the last big decision we have, uh Craig, yes. if you could please read that last little snippet of plot that we have.
1: Okay, I'll bring out the best of my voice. <clears throat> okay. At the end, Holmes confronts the Merry
0: Men. That was a very very Monty Python voice up in there. Oi, what are you doing? What are you doing? I've
2: never three-way- heard that I've never three-way- heard that, never heard that Craig boy. voice. It's been twenty years the first time I've heard it.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> At the end, Holmes confronts the Merry Men after learning more about their plan during the last case. They attempt to reason with him that their goal is for the benefit of the people. Holmes can choose to allow them to carry out their plan or stop them, though he will not take them into custody. What this basically is, is, are you going to blow the fuck out of everything or are you just going to, like, sexually saunter <laughs> off? After? I I love it. I love this. <laughs>
0: Okay, so gentlemen, what was your big choice?
1: I blew the fuck mm-hmm. out of them like the wee whingy bastards. I, like I get I get morality and games and stuff. Like <laughs> hardline fast <laughs> over here. And, Jeez. Yeah, no, it, I just i like on a personal level, I would rather see some sort of political change than people just blowing shit up. And I thought it's a fairly um the, the result is if you, you're in a circus tent and there's lots of gunpowder and they are basically planning to blow up things and the Guy Fox, yeah, in, it's it's, it's, exchange, Fox yeah. in it but at the end of the day it's not the right way on a, on a basic level, it's not the right way to get some change it more likely would result in more restrictions, governmental restrictions and stuff that, Like so I just went, you know what you guys, you get your heart's in the right place but this isn't the way to do it so I'm just going to blow the circus tent up <laughs>
0: you guys can't blow it up mm. I can <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, uh, yeah that's pretty much how I went I was like yeah get out of here but you're not going to continue with your plan kind <laughs> of thing
2: yeah it was the same I, it, it's weird because it's like I kind of agree with the merry man that like <laughs> things don't change without something drastic which is yeah. Proven throughout history. Oh, yeah, ideology-wise, yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, we are all fairly lenient Holmes's Craig, on the other hand, of likes chaos to ensue and just let murderers go.
1: I actually, I, every other time I played the game, I flicked my fag into the water bucket. And this time I thought, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow them up and see what happens. It doesn't result in anything. There's no morality change. You've already no, got yeah. the platinum... It's it's genuinely well, just want me either. <laughs> okay, uh, well you you. Well, I,
0: I could have, but it, yeah, I think Luke mentioned earlier. I didn't want every permutation. I didn't want to have to go through and do every permutation of yeah. conclusion. Mm. I was like, ah, what I get, I'll get. Uh, okay, so guys, um, after some very judicious editing, mm-hmm. let
1: us get down to. What are
0: your final thoughts on this? Because I'm still a little torn.
1: I'll go first, because you can rip me apart afterwards. <laughs> I genuinely, <laughs> I think not only is this a good representation and a good translation of Sherlock Holmes into video game, I think it, uh, Frogwell's introduced a number of very, very good mechanics that have survived into the present day, and you see it with The Sinking City and Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1. They, they really took how do we make Sherlock Holmes a thing in game and made it happen and I think this game has done really well in that and there is a bit of jank and there's a bit of weirdness to it but overall it's a fantastic game and I think it goes down in the annals of history
0: So you're saying it's an anal pearl Exactly, that's
1: exactly what I
2: said Um had this not been a podcast game, I don't think I would have finished it. I don't think I would have got over the second level because I hate that point and click, trial and error, like keep on going until you get through the fucking brick wall. Um, but I'm really glad I stuck with it because it, it did it gave me an experience that I don't think I've had that much of and I'm kind of intrigued to play more of it, but for me I've got to be in the right mood for it. It's definitely not a you know like a like sometimes like a dark souls game for example don't you've got to be in the right mood for it, it it's one of those well. no okay all the time <laughs> <laughs> um, but i really yeah I, know what you mean. I really like i really like what it does especially with like the fact that you can make the total wrong decision and it doesn't force you down a route is is really i think something different and i'm 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 looking forward to playing more of these games, but I don't know if we'll do it for the podcast, or so maybe wait for that. But yeah, it, I also think it'd be a good game to play with a, a spouse or
1: friend. It's it's weird you bring uh, up FromSoft, because see like Dark Souls people, and you've got like Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls This is what Sherlock Holmes people have. You've only got Crime and Punishment and Devil's Daughter and Sinking City and Sherlock Chapter there's, 1. There's there's the same amount of good games in this genre that you get in the Dark Souls genre. It, it's.
0: Well, what about the awakened?
1: Just crack on with your final thoughts, Dave. <laughs> okay, I'm
2: sorry.
0: Look, that was the one I played beforehand because Cthulhu was in it. Okay, excuse me. I remember there were like corpse maggots or corpse worms or something was in it. Jeez. Okay. Um. I fall on the side of Luke more than I fall on the side of Craig. Um, I don't like this game. But Craig forcing me to do this not in like a gunpoint way but like putting it on the the docket did force me to respect this game. I think it is very cool that Frogwares managed to create a game in a arguably kind of very samey uh, genre, and manage to distinguish themselves above other games like this. I don't think everything they choose to do here works, but I think it has enough promise to where, yes, next year I'll be totally down to continue Murder <laughs> Mystery May and do, you know, uh, Devil's Daughter, yeah. or something like that. I will have to psych myself up when time comes to do it, because this just isn't my hmm. bag. Um, when When Craig was asking how I was getting on with it because, you know, he was worried I was going to throw a brick at his head or something. (laughs) Um, I don't like these games because of how passive they are. I think Frogwares realizes this is a problem and that's why they shake it up with the mini. To be honest, I don't know if I could recommend this or Professor Layton for a good kind of game like that. Like, I think this stands up with a Professor Layton in terms of, yes, it's an adventure gamey game, but you're not just sitting there listening to a script read to you. Because once that happens, I'm like, I might as well read the book. So I I think this is a very good example of what could be done. And I'm glad they're still around, to be honest with you. Like, like, background stuff. I'm, I'm glad Frogwares is a scrappy son of a bitch. Like, stick around, do your thing. You guys are very good at it. It's just not necessarily a song I like dancing to, you know? Unless it's Sinking City, and then they let me shoot things. And then my stupid American brain's like, yeah.
1: Guns. <laughs> Guns.
0: <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, I, I would say if you're even mildly interested in what an investigatory game is, give this a shot. This is a very good. And if you have affection for Sherlock Holmes, then it'll just add to it because they definitely don't do the character any disservice here, except for Watson. He should have been a mouse. (laughs) Uh, uh, As to what Luke said, uh, yes, my wife did like just sitting and watching and we got to talk about the case and it it was just a a weird, non-interactive, interactive multiplayer experience. So uh, yeah, um, I, I guess good job, yeah.
2: Craig. I like the way Dave's put a time you period on this. Like, the- I will play the next one, but give me at least twelve months. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. please, please, at least
0: twelve uh,
1: months. Yeah. Because
0: I know at some point he's going to be like, "Her, oh, we should check out Full Throttle because her character."
1: No, no, no. Yeah, it's just Craig. I'm not going down. I'm not going down that route again. I, if anything, I've over the past few months, I've played Sherlock Holmes Chapter One, and we've got the early years of Poirot. I think that's more a route we go down, and then just call it quits. I'm not going to force you to play. You don't force me to play Dark Souls Two or anything like that, <laughs> do you? Oh my! Do
0: you, Dave? No, no, do I you? would never. I would never. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, so next we're doing Kirby and Dark Souls Two.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. So, next up, uh, me and Craig decided to be really dumb and slap two JRPGs together in a month. Luckily, they're both kind of action y, and there's a good dichotomy to be made between the two choices. We have near Automata version 1967296, whatever replicant it is. Um, Do you know why
1: that's called that we- number?
0: Uh, I don't exactly know why it's called that number
1: it's because the the version one point whatever is the square root of 1.5 because it's not a version two it's not a version All one All right, that fr-
0: went from stupid to
1: pretty clever yeah it's a version it's the square root of 1.5 is the version of replicant
2: okay is um, it is it clever or is it just near nearness being like um, I've got to be super fucking cool, and like,
1: <laughs> it's kind of that. Well, it's kind of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's like a clever dad joke. You're like, all right, I see what you did there. Okay, clever At least dad. You have a reason clever for being dad poncy. jokes
1: never involve square roots.
0: <laughs> this is true. They
1: should. Uh,
0: okay, so and to pair that up, we decided because Austin. Is a butthole uh, and made us play Tales of the Abyss and then Craig was like hey Dave try Tales of Berseria it's not as bad and I was like okay and it was as bad <laughs> and now Craig is like hey Dave let's play Tales of Arise because it's the newest one and I'm not going to say what it is but I already started working on it and so it's going to be fun to compare and contrast Austin I am not playing another Tales of game ever Don't again we lost it. this, is this one great. is good or bad I'm done no, Austin wormed his way into Craig's brain and made him try it for the first time, so it's kind of like here the hit first hit is free, and then Craig just, just went <laughs>
1: overboard with it Uh, yeah Yeah, something about that
0: But, uh, so yeah it'll be an interesting compare and contrast going on, because they're definitely two very different ARPGs hmm. If you have something you would like to contribute to this overly long podcast on Sherlock Holmes Crimes and Punishment or ABC Murders, then you can hit us up at TheBitEffect.com You can also suggest a game that would stop us from having to play Dark Souls 2 and Kirby If you'd like to do that, we also have a place where you can do that. Other than that gentlemen I'm trying to think of a Sherlock Holmes quote and I got nothing. The
1: the best quote I can think of from this game is... To the Batmobile Watson How... How did you know that? Because that's all everyone's... Once you do your character portrait, they're always like, how How did you know? How did you figure that out? It's because you've got a bracelet on and your fingers are covered in kebab sauce. Gee, did you have got a, a, lady. Lady. Like, a kebab lady? That's <laughs> lady. <laughs> I literally had a kebab today, that's, that's why.
0: All right, so... Until next time when we go to ARPG land. Thank you very much for listening and gentlemen, say good night to the fine people.
2: Good night fine people. Good night fine people.